Hey, welcome back into the Three Fever Point After Podcast, the show where the guy that coaches football knows more than the guy that doesn't. Natchitoches Central Offensive Coordinator Jeff Harper back with us this week. And uh, if you didn't listen last week, Coach, we made a few picks. And, uh, yeah, you were right. Why don't you start there? Well, those were some good games, man. I mean, they came down to uh, – you know, Calvary just absolutely putting on a show. And then, you know, I thought I thought Huntington, uh, you know, winning it late against a really, um, you know, tough bird team, very hard to defend birds offense, uh, well-coached defense. And th both of those games were exciting. And, of course, you know, I'm not going to pick against Benton, so I pretty much gave you an easy one. Uh, but Texas, <laughs> I pulled that one out. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, weekend, though. I was I was completely wrong uh, on those two for sure. Um and, you know, with Calvary, uh, Calvary and Captain Shreve, 60-plus, I think 61 points they put on them. Um, and, and I shot the first half of that game, and it was domination from beginning to end outside of the first play that Shreve took for a touchdown. What I found interesting uh, in that game was uh, in that first touchdown, Jamarlin Otis takes the first play uh, 80 yards for a score. Um, he did a little dance on his way into the end zone. The ref threw a flag. Uh, that's a game misconduct, meaning if he gets another one, you know, he's tossed. And I think that kind of brought Shreve down a bit. It kind of put a damper on that opening play that really should have been a, you know, a, a huge momentum gainer for them. Um, it, it was interesting uh, to see how that played out. Abram Wardell and his stable of weapons. Uh, Coach, this Calvary team, I mean, we've seen good Calvary teams. This might be one of their best. Yeah, they, those guys have been playing together for a while. Uh, so, you know, I'm not surprised about what they're doing. Um, they, they can throw it, they can run it, they can get in, you know, 10 personnel and make you defend all five of their skill guys um, and a quarterback that, uh, you know, understands coverage, understands what um, you're trying to do offensively just from a scheme standpoint, um, how you're trying to put a defense in conflict. Um, he doesn't try to do too much. He's extremely accurate. Uh, he does a very good job manipulating the pocket. Um, you know, he, he makes guys around him better, and he's got plenty of dudes to throw it to. Um, they're, they're really fun to watch, and I, I hope that, uh, you know, Abram gets the, uh, gets the credit he deserves, you know, coming in last year as a sophomore, leading the country in, in passing efficiency and completion percentage. Uh, and there he is again at the top of the list in our state. And so um, very excited to watch uh, the Calvary Cavs this year and uh, watch Wardell um, do what do what he does because he puts in a ton of work and it's not it's not just something that's happening for him he, he really works hard uh, and he's well coached uh, there at Calvary and the kid that really cares about the details and he's got some dudes to throw it to that are really really talented he's fun to watch and, and I, I don't understand the quarterback position at a level you know that, that you do obviously um, but one thing that I noticed a lot in what I saw from Wardell in that in that uh, Captain Shreve game it was the subtle movement uh, in the pocket that you know, he's not taking off and running. He's just kind of taking a step over to the left or right, moving with his pocket, buying himself that extra just half a tick of time for his receiver to get open. Um, do you teach that? I mean, what is that? Am I noticing nothing? Uh, explain it to me. No, I mean, I think you're seeing uh, that's just, you know, he's well coached. You know, he understands where his protection is. You know, what, you know what, what type of box is he going against? How do they like to pressure? Uh, where his areas to escape if he does get pressure in certain gaps, um, you know, and we do every every quarterback trainer is going to train quarterbacks to keep their eyes downfield. Uh, don't just try to roll out immediately when you sense pressure, but learn how to manipulate the pocket, manipulate edge defenders, 
Um, you know, you know, keep your eyes downfield. Really, eye discipline is the main thing that uh, you want those guys to understand. And when when there are dudes that are huge just running at you, you have to trust the the five up front. Um, and then you've got to trust that your guys are going to be where where they're going to be. And there there are not a lot of quarterbacks that are real comfortable with that. Every coach is coaching the same thing. Um, you know, every offensive coordinator is coaching the same thing. Keep your eyes uh, downfield. Try to stay in the pocket as long as you can. And here's your areas to escape. Um, and and then you want to be able to make a throw. And so know where your check down is. You know, if you're reading a full field progression or a half field progression or you have a defensive key read, maybe you're reading an overhang, maybe you're reading a, a safety, uh, whatever it may be, you, you know, uh, every every scheme has got different reads. Every, every coach coaches it a little different, but uh, it all comes back to this. Keep your eyes downfield. If you sense pressure, here's where you can, you know, you know, escape the pocket and then try to find your check down. And, uh, and he does that as well as anybody. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the second game uh, where you got your lead on over me would be Huntington uh, taking down Bird. I feel like there's so much to talk about uh, with the Raiders game. You know, talking with Coach Dennis preseason on the countdown to Friday football fever, it was like everything he said kind of played out here. He talked about how important it was for, for Huntington to beat Bird, to beat Shreve, to, to stand tall against these bigger teams in Shreveport. And then he talked about that one more mentality, one more play, one more rep, one more point. And it all kind of worked out for the Raiders last Thursday night. Uh, for a team like Huntington to hold a team like Bird at the goal line for a win, I mean, that is just, I certainly didn't expect it to go that way. And uh, it's so impressive for Coach Dennis and his team. Well, if you were to ask me how the game would end, I wouldn't think that would be it. You know, I, I didn't, th I wouldn't think that it would come down to a goal line stand between uh, those two schools. And I sure wouldn't put money on. Uh, someone stopping Bird in the run game on the goal line. Yep. Just not. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't choose that. Not saying that you know take anything away from Huntington. That's even more impressive uh, what they did. But uh, you know, Coach Dennis has got those guys believing that they can win uh, week in and week out. And you see it year to year. There's just been this constant climb with Huntington. Uh, and then you see the star power. They, every year they're producing. Yep. Uh, you know, really good football players and. Uh, and he's he's really got that thing going in the right direction. And, you know, I'm excited for him and for his staff and for those kids to get a statement win. I mean, that's a that's a statement win to get one uh, over, uh, you know, the city of Bird. I mean, they are they are one of the best football programs year in and year out in our area and throughout the state. They're extremely hard to defend. Um, they produce really hard nosed football players every year. They're always well coached uh, and you can just see. Uh, the you know the, the 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 program every year even if they start slow they're going to get it rolling they're going to get it rolling they're going to pick up steam and all of a sudden you have to run into that that buzzsaw that is the bird offense every single year at some point uh, if you're on their schedule and they're always extremely tough to beat and so uh, I, I think that that bird's got a lot of young guys they replaced a lot of pe people i think they're learning how to play much like what we're doing in Natchitoches. we're learning yeah. about our guys we're learning about who can do what we're trying to put people in the right spot bird could be doing that i, I don't know i haven't seen any film on them but i do know that uh coach blue and his guys will have uh the bird yellow jackets ready to go week in and week out and you're gonna have to go four quarters 48 minutes to beat them uh and in huntington pulled it off and it's very impressive
And this is where I come in. You said, you know, you don't know if Bird is doing that. I can tell you that they are doing that because uh, in the countdown, when I was talking to Coach Ballou, he said exactly what you mentioned. Earlier in the year, they feel like they're going to struggle. It's going to be rough for them going on early because they have a lot of players that have been there but just haven't played. They don't know exactly wh where to put them and who responds best to this type of situation. And, and he did tell me in the countdown that he feels he'll feel a lot more comfortable with a few games under their belts. And, and um, you know, when they get to district, they'll feel they'll have a better uh, look at that roster. And, you know, like you said, a bunch of guys that just haven't played meaningful minutes uh, for that team. Um, I did want to mention another thing that you were right about. You told our, our listeners to watch Caleb Tucker for Huntington, and, and, and boy, if they watched him, they had a good time. Uh, he had a monster game. Lorenzo White, the quarterback, just a junior. Um, yeah, Huntington, they're building something. It's evident, like you said, year after year after year, and um, they are just so fun to watch play. I mean, you look at that offense last year, and you think, man, this is great, and how is it going to get better than this? And then somehow it does. Somehow they've the stars are, are getting better and better and learning from those classes before them. And uh, as you've seen play out plenty of times in your career, I, I assume uh, this is what it takes to build a program at the high school level. And it is just so exciting to see it happening on Raspberry Lane for those kids. Absolutely. And it's just a testament to good coaching. I mean, they're, they're building a program. They have a culture that's established there. Guys want to get better at their position. So they're watching the, the guys in front of them. They're biding their time. They're, they're learning how to perfect their craft and, you know, they don't have a lot of turnover with the staff every year, which is a testament to great leadership. So all these things they, they build in your favor, they, they build momentum in your program. Uh, and, and you see that with Huntington. I mean, just in just in the COVID year, uh, 2020, when I was at Benton, we played them, um, or I think it was our first game. They came to Benton, 518, and beat us late yeah. in the ball game. And, uh, and they just got it rolling from there. And they've just been doing it year in and year out. And so it's been very impressive speaks to the, the job that Coach Dennis and his staff have done so far. Now, were you able to, to, to watch any David Potter at Texas High in the one game that, that I was right, uh, the quarterback there for the Tigers? No, but Reynolds said he was legit, and they, they were really good. And so if Reynolds says it, I believe it. Yeah, he, he is quite the player, and that team is, is very good. I, uh, not, not very surprised on how that went because we're talking about two teams at, at different stages of development right now. Benton's similar to Bird. Uh, they're they're, they're kind of looking. They've got, they've got older guys, haven't played a lot of time. Uh, Texas High, they're, they're, they're looking for a state championship. They think that this is a year for them, um, that they have a real opportunity. They've beaten a top-10 team already to start the year. They've already won a close game. Um, things really rolling for David Potter and the Tigers. Um, so that is kind of cleans up last week for us. I, I mean, obviously did want to ask you about Natchitoches Central, a tough game against Opelousas, um, kind of what you, you mentioned earlier there. Uh, you know, new coaching staff, you know, new players for you guys, trying to see, you know, where the pieces fit. Well, I mean, we, we spotted them 14 points uh, early. You know, we, we give up a touchdown on the opening drive, which I know Jess was just absolutely irate about. Uh, and then we go three and out on offense. Um, and then they come back down and they score immediately. And so it's 14 nothing. I mean, I'm talking like three minutes into the ball game, we're down 14 nothing. But the thing is, uh, and the, the thing that we're most proud about is our guys could have folded it up right yeah. there in the first quarter. And uh, we fought back to 14-13. Uh, missed the uh, missed the PAT before the half, um, and then you know there in the third quarter it was back and forth. They got a lead, and then we cut it to six points in the fourth quarter, and um, got a stop, got the ball back, um, and and I mean just Owen Smith hits hits uh, Dylan Braxton who had a, a huge night for us, um, you know on on a on a slant there on the hash, and their safety comes up and puts the helmet right on the ball, pops out. They get the fumble recovery. They score, uh, then we go back down the field, score, 
and uh, it's just back and forth. And it, it got to the point where we had a fourth down inside the 30 yard line and uh, get a huge play and, 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 you know, have, have a couple little things go wrong. And then we have a trick play uh, that if we, you know, if we have one guy that, that is in the right spot, which, you know, he, he was that they just played it perfectly. Yeah. Um, you know, that ball game flips and, and now we're up 35, 34. So, uh, it was a really good game. You know, we, we just we can't give up that many points that early, and our defense fought their butts off all night. Our offense didn't help early in the in, in the ball game, and so learning learning how to play, learning how to win, finding out who can do what. And that's what we're doing. Uh, and in this week, you know, it'd be no different. We get Ash on the road where they break in their new turf. So yeah, uh, no no time to to whine and cry and uh, all that. We got to figure it out and, and get ready for uh, the Ash Trojans um, Friday night. Always a always a good matchup when you when you play Ash, and that's what these games are for. You know, early in the year, um, ahead of district play, you want to put your your players in these positions and see how they respond and, and learn, uh, win or lose. So yeah, um, excited for that Ash game coming up. Um, I was looking at the schedule for this week. We want to do our three picks again. Um, I, I think obviously we have to have two teams that we talked about last week, but I mean it's another big matchup, similar uh, Thursday night. Calvary and Bird now. Uh, did the Cavs make the clean sweep of Bird and Shreve this year? Um, something they obviously, I don't know if they've done this before, if they've beaten both of them in the same year. Um, it would be quite the feat uh, for the Cavs. Well, those are two huge PowerPoint games. I mean, if you're yeah. looking at uh, playoff rankings work, I mean, that's huge. Uh, 2A team getting the playoff points and then getting the win, and then you're going to get their wins. That's huge. I think Calvary is uh, it is tough to stop. I'm not going to pick against them. Um, you know, I know that Coach Ballou will have plenty of things to throw at Wardell and his guys, but um, that you know, the, the Calvary Cavaliers offense that it's a well-oiled machine. They know they know what they are. They have an identity. They know what they want to do. They have the right people in place. Uh, they have the trigger man that's smart. They can make the decisions, make the checks, and all that, make the reads. So he's not easily confused. Not saying he can't be. Every quarterback can be, but. Uh, he's not easily confused, and so I think Calvary just uh, keeps it rolling this week. You know, I do think that um, that Bird makes it tough early, and I think that they get pressure and all that. But uh, it's going to come down to whether or not Bird and you know that that the Calvary can stop Bird uh, Bird's offense. If Bird gets that sucker rolling this week, they're they're just very hard to stop. So I think it's uh, one of those to where if Calvary plays complimentary football. They can score the ball and then turn around and get stops. I think it's a, it, it could be um, a, a great night for Calvary, and I, and I expect them to win. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm going to pick them to win. That's going to be a that's going to be the big question mark this week. If you want a little coach speak, can can the the the, uh, the Calvary Cavaliers stop Bird's offense? I'm not saying they can or can't. That's the question that that you, the viewer, need to see. Um, and if they can, you know, I think that Calvary comes away with the win in that game. But I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a war in the box in the trenches. And that's what that's what Bird wants. They want to keep Calvary right. off the field. And if Calvary can't get off the field, can't get them off the field. It, it could be it could be tough. So um, Calvary can also score in one or two plays. So you just you know it, it's a it's going to be an interesting matchup for sure. I think Calvary comes away with the win though. Yeah, um, and I know we're kind of you know we're kind of competing against each other. It's hard for me to disagree with you, but the only thing that's kind of sticking out in my mind, uh, covering the first half of that Captain Shreve game was the amount of flags uh, on offense that Captain Shreve was getting. We're talking about a team that prides itself on running the ball. Well, you're starting first and 15, first and 20 every drive. Uh, I mean, you might yeah. get a handoff on that first down, but then after that, you're really you know behind if you don't 
get some positive yards. So that's the only kind of point of concern I'm thinking for Calvary is Shreve. Uh, it was a lot of self-inflicted uh, stuff for the Gators last week. And obviously with the team that can score at the pace of Calvary, you have two drives that don't go the way you'd like if you're Shreve on offense. Calvary is up 14 and that's kind of what happened. And then they, Shreve was chasing and they couldn't really establish the run because they needed to throw. And, um, I, you know, I don't know if Bird makes those same mistakes, especially coming off of a no. loss. Um, no, so, you know, I, I, for, the, for the competition's sake, I think I will go with Bird. I just I find it tough to, to see Bird drop in another game to a lower classification. And again, as you said, I think if Bird's offense can run the ball a little bit, you know, sometimes, as I'm sure you've, you've experienced, scoring too fast can, can almost be a detriment if you're going against an offense like Bird. So um, I, I'll go with yep. Bird. Um, and yeah, but I do agree with what you were saying. With the way Calvary scores points, I just don't know if anyone, if there's anyone that can consistently stop them. Uh, there's going to be few teams in the country that are going to have defensive backs capable of keeping up with all of their weapons. I mean, you cover the two Simon kids, and then there's Aubrey Hermes, an all-state player, running wide open uh, across the field. So, um, man, what a fun game on a Thursday night. I, I said it last week. I'll say it again. Lee Hedges being closed is yeah. not a good thing, but it, the benefit of it is these Thursday night games are really fun, and they kind of get a chance to shine on their own, not getting you know covered up by the entire Friday slate. Yep, and I, I think that you're right on. I don't think that Bird makes – the same mistakes. Their scheme doesn't lend itself to holding. I mean, they're firing off the ball. They're staying low. They're running uh, their offense. You know, a lot of it's, um, uh, you know, they're reading defensive ends and they're running midline, you know, reading interior linemen and then then trying to get the ball on the perimeter. So they don't get a lot of holding calls um, and they uh, they can slow the game down. And so if they are on the field and, and Calvary can't get them off the field on third down, it just leaves Wardell and the boys sitting on the sidelines. Um, and that could that could make things very tough for uh, for Calvary, but I do believe that that is that's what Blue wants to do: is make the game messy, uh, get in the box and pound them. Uh, you know, click, you know, tick, 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 eight-minute drives, <laughs> and then punch it in. If they're in there kicking field goals, they're not going to win. But right. if they're in there scoring touchdowns, they can do it. And hey, get Birds a safe pick because of those things and the fact that uh, you know uh, they don't they don't really go back-to-back -back losses. They just don't right. do that. So. Yeah. I do think that you, you have, you're on to something there. It's definitely a safe pick for sure. Yeah, well, I will just ride with the teams we picked last week in this matchup. Um, uh, looking at the slate, you know, there's a couple more places we can go. I don't know, did you have a, a game on top of your mind that you wanted us to pick uh, as part of our three? I, I haven't been able to pay attention to much of the schedule, to be honest with you, big guy. I mean, I, I have... I, I, I'm 100% focused on the Ash Trojans, so <laughs> yeah. I don't know who all's playing. You know, I knew I knew the big games week one and week two this week. Right, right. Uh, we've kind of been sitting around. I do think that Manny Halton. I think they play this week. That was one of my um, picks. That's what I was going to say. So let's do it. Who you got? I think, I think that's going to be uh, interesting um, because I think Manny is going to Halton, right? Right. No one wins between the pines. That's right. Uh, you know, and I know that that's your team. Yeah. Um, and I'm not at all going to take that away from you. So I'm going <laughs> with the defending 2A state yeah. champion, Mandy Tigers, roll into Halton uh, and pull off the upset. Okay. Well, uh, uh, Christian Turner, um, Arkansas uh, commit at baseball, 
quarterback for the Bucks. Um, I can't remember the total off the top of my head, but I know that he had joined an exclusive list of Houghton quarterbacks, one that includes Dak Prescott for a single game performance that they had at LaGrange last week. Um, I know that Jalen Lewis caught three touchdowns. That was that that or four, excuse me. That was rare in Houghton history. So uh, a good game for that Houghton offense to kind of bounce back. Um, slow out of the gates in week one. Um, I like them against Manny. I, I mean, obviously it's a homer pick, duh. But uh, yeah. the, the offense is starting to ramp up. And, and uh, you know, look, Manny's got star power. I, I don't have a good read on this team yet. Um, you know, obviously post-Jess, it, it's a, such a different world. Um, but it'll be a good chance for us to get a look at both of these teams. Uh, for the first time ever, my wife is going to film a Houghton game. I'm trusting her between the pines. She couldn't believe it when I, when I asked her. I said, like, you want to go to Houghton? She's like, no way. You're actually going to give that one up. I was like, well, it, <laughs> it makes sense for me to be closer by. We're missing some people this week, so I don't want to stray too far from the station just in case I'm needed. So, yeah, I mean, give me the bucks. Uh, yeah, duh. I, that's, that's the easiest choice I, I, I got. I, I'll go bucks every week even if I know I'm wrong. I don't think I am this week, but um, a good game. I mean, Manny more than capable of beating a 5A school as they've proven. And didn't they beat Houghton a couple years ago in Manny? They beat Houghton last year, okay, 35 so. to 3. Okay. Uh, and so I'm sure okay. knows, has talked about that. Um, I'm sure Brotherton has, has addressed the issue. Uh, and he's not getting the same type uh, Manny team this year. They're hosting them, you know, between the pines. Uh, and they're coming off a huge win. But but Manny is too. And they got their feet underneath them last week. And so you still get Swayze Carhill coming off the edge. You still get Tylen Singleton. Um, and so those, those are two dudes you got to deal with. Both of them are, are legit. Um, you know, Coach Barrett's doing everything he can to try to right the ship and turn this thing around and get the guys believing in what, what they're doing. And, uh, you know, starting out with the two scrimmages they had, you know, and the, I mean, the jamboree and the scrimmage was tough. And then, uh, you know, they go out and they, they beat the Ritter this past week. So I think, it, I think they're going to be, uh, they're going to be ready to go. And I, then, you know, Manny's Manny, man. They got tough kids. Right. They got good run game. They got some guys that can play. And so, uh, you know, and Halton's believing too. So I think it's going to be a great, a great matchup. Swayze Carhill, we'll, we'll put him in the uh, all-time name list there with Camaro Mayo this year on a parkway. That's a solid name right there on a football player. We love to see that. Speaking of solid names, uh, the former home of DeColdis Crawford, I think, is where we go for our third game. It's one of the most unique games in the area. It's a Saturday. It's the Soul Bowl. It's Booker T. Washington and Green Oaks. Five o'clock start there. Um, always a fun game. Green Oaks, obviously some weirdness. Uh, coming off of that suspension type deal where they had to forfeit their game last week. Uh, they did win a tough one in week one in overtime. Um, new turf at Booker T. Washington. A lot of storylines here. So let's pick the Soul Bowl. I'll let you start. Man, this is a good one. I, I have, I've seen Green Oaks on film. I don't really know what, what they're capable of doing. Um, uh, but I do know that uh, I do know that um, uh, that the BT Dub is is got a new coach and they got they got a new scheme and they're really putting things together and so I think that uh, if I had to pick um, I'm probably going to go with the the Booker T Washington Lions I just uh, something about them this year and, and and Coach Cooper and his his guys I, I think that that's going to be uh, that's going to be a good game I, you know I think I didn't Green Oaks win it last year I'm not 100 sure I believe sure. I so yes. won it last year. so I'm I'm going BT Dub. 
Okay, and I'm so glad you said that because I was all over Green Oaks. That's what I wanted in this matchup, and it's because of a player that wears number one, Delarius Marshall. This kid, they kind of almost kind of do a Taysom Hill type thing with him. He'll take snaps. Mm -hmm. He'll run. He'll get handoffs. He'll catch passes. He does it all. He had an incredible incredible play that I saw in the in the Jamboree against North Caddo. Um, these two teams actually did play in a Jamboree. Um, I, I wasn't there for that one, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, I love Delarius Marshall. He is a heck of a football player, and I think that he will shine in this game. Uh, the standalone game on a Saturday. Give me those Green Oaks Giants. Let's just, you know, <laughs> clean up the extracurricular activities there. Let's let's not have any more incidents because that's uh, – you don't want to put a damper on that overtime. You know, you have this awesome overtime. You convert a fourth and forever to win the game, and then you got to miss the next week because of a fight. Uh, you know, we don't want to see that. So, I like Green Oaks. I like Delarius Marshall. I think he is going to be a stud on our show, um, and he's already made top plays once this year. So, give me the Giants all the way. We got our three picks. So, I'm on Bird, Houghton, Green Oaks. You have Calvary, Manny, and Booker T. Washington. Made the best man win, Coach. Yeah, I'm picking two A teams. You're picking five A teams. There's something wrong. Well, it with worked this, out man. for you last week, kind of. I mean, with Calvary. <laughs> so, you know, it's not waiver now. It's uh, it was a uh, good strategy Sorry. for you in, in in week in week two. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for all these games. And you know, we got a couple like Huntington. They have a chance to really make some more noise because they play Neville this week. That's going to be a tough one on the road. Evangel's at Westgate. Yep. Um, you guys facing Ash Newman is in town to face Benton on a Thursday night. That's huge. Um, yeah. Week four, really kind of bringing the heat here, Coach. Absolutely. I mean, it's high school football, man. This is this is this is what it's all about. Now, you know, before turn on the TV, watch watch a, watch a little college ball and get a little NFL ball and get to rinse and repeat and get the high school games again. It's fun. It's the best time of the year. I would like to get your opinion on this. We're going to keep talking about high school. I do have a few more points I want to make, but you just brought up the NFL. Um, you ever had a uh, a work party scheduled for the first Sunday? of NFL football? No, I would never. Yeah, my wife no. did this Sunday. It was tough. Family We're not going to talk about the wives on the podcast. My <laughs> wife is perfect in everything. Oh, mine too. She didn't schedule um, it. She didn't schedule 22 it. 22 years, she can make no mistakes, man. Oh, she makes none. She didn't schedule this thing, but of course, obligated to go. So there I was. Um, mm -hmm. I won't say where I was. I don't want to put the company on blast. But um, there I was uh, as they were giving out their, uh, you know, employee of the year award and I'm looking at my phone, got the red zone channel. I'm trying to figure out what the stats are I'm going on. It was a, uh, you know, it was a tough battle. Um, I fought hard for, for, for guys everywhere. Um, didn't miss a snap of the Saints game. Um, I, I was on it, and I uh, just wanted to pat myself on the back there. That was a, uh, even on an off day, we're battling hard, Coach. That's, that's, that's what we do here. Um, do what you got to do. That's it, man. I, ain't missing a, I will not miss an NFL Sunday. You get 17 of them. You got to cherish them. They're perfect in every way. Um, Okay, I did want to bring up, um, I just want to kind of, again, pat ourselves on the back at KTBS. Did you see anything about our game of the week last week, Timpson? I told you about Terry Bussey. Did you, did you see how that game ended? I saw the highlights that you put out, yeah. Come on, man. Dude. You hadn't played quarterback all year. They throw you under center for the last drive, and oh, you just drive down the field for the game winner. I mean, we don't ever see anything like that, and that is, uh, I, think that, I think that proves a lot of recruiters right in the state of Texas. What do you say? No, no question. You can put a kid in with no prep like that, and the game's on the line, and he goes down and does what he did. It's impressive. Yeah, and he was throwing passes, too. It wasn't like he was just running over everybody, which he's quite capable of doing. He hit that one pass over the middle, third down. I mean, that's just 
that's special, man. And uh, this week, our game of the week, we're going to try to, I mean, we are on a heater for games of the week so far, but we're going Junction City and Haynesville. So Arkansas-Louisiana matchup, similar teams uh, in Arkansas and Louisiana. Haynesville, I know a team we've talked about, uh, I, they, uh, they look like they're ready to get back. What is it? What are they going for, 18 or, or some, uh, 19, 18? How much have they got now? I, I don't I don't know, but I will tell you this. I got to see them on film in their scrimmage against Loyola. They're good. Uh, they, they've got some dudes. And uh, I think they won that game last year in our, against uh, Junction. So, yep. uh, you know, I, I, I'm not going to pick against them much, if any, uh, if you ask, just because I, I've seen what they've got. They've got the dudes. And so that will be uh, that'll be a great game. Anytime Daniel Brown's up there with the Golden Tornado, it's always fun. So we're looking forward to that. Last week, Daniel had to retreat to the car uh, to join us live on Friday night because the storms and the lightning. He didn't want to have the camera out there that have that, you know, that nice lightning rod sitting on the uh, tri the metal tripod out there. Smart move. Um, OK, right. so we're getting ready to wrap up. I know last week you gave us a couple players to keep an eye on. I gave you Delarius Marshall at Green Oaks this Saturday. You got any more guys uh, our viewers should uh, make sure to pay attention to when they see the highlights this week? Oh man, that's a good one. Uh, I haven't even given much thought other than just the you know guys that I've that I've made mention about. Um, you know, you've got uh, you know the quarterbacks that I've mentioned in the last few weeks. Uh, there, there's a there's a couple of guys um, you know that that we have down in Natchitoches that are putting up some pretty crazy numbers. Owen Smith, our QB, and then of course our our one of our receivers, Cam Davis. Two guys you want to watch for. I think Cam leads the state in in uh, in, in receiving yards uh, in two games. And so going to Ash, that'd be interesting. And then there are uh, some guys that people need to pay attention to um, that that are playing in that 1-5A district. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially, um, especially Halton's got a wide receiver that's really good. Jalen um, Lewis, yeah. Jalen Lewis has been putting up some big numbers. And then um, the the, uh, the the running back for, for airline is pretty legit. Trey too, Jackson. So, uh, Trey Jackson, I think he's his name. So those guys are just – every week putting up crazy numbers so and then of course ben taylor you know yeah. uh no surprises man but he leads the state in passing yards and touchdowns and uh, i mean i think he's over 700 yards in two games so that's insane we're yeah. talking like that's that's uh that's big time numbers so yep. uh no no new names no new names uh I, I haven't really paid attention much to that but i, I will tell you it's, it's you're going to hear some of these kids names eight week in and week out the huntington guys the receivers for for huntington and of course for calvary and then um, uh, there's a stud running back at Bird um, that had a big game the other night too. I can't remember his name. Um, Malachi but, but, Johnson. Uh, he, Malachi. Uh, Malachi. Yeah. I think his name is Malachi. I'm on fire. Yeah. So, Gosh, that, I'm in mid-season form already. <laughs> but I mean, that's why they pay you the big bucks. That's why. Well, you're the oh, hey, I don't know who told you that part. <laughs> that's not uh, well, a. Yeah, adequate bucks. Um, yeah. So uh, this is this is uh, always always a fun time as we talk about. Um, I feel like I had one more thing for you, but man, my mind is just blanking. Um, we had the players to watch. We did our picks. Oh yes, I do remember. Uh, I did want to give a shout out to your former school, Red River. Um, we're trying something new uh, this week. When you see the Red River highlights, they host Woodlawn today or. Friday, tomorrow, if you're listening on Thursday. Uh, our highlights from Red River will come from the Red River students. They're starting a student media training thing there. Uh, they reached out. We have a former employee that's now teaching at Red River. So she's kind of spearheading this program. We're gonna have students now shooting this game for us and shooting all the home games for us. They're gonna try to get some road games too. But man, how cool is that uh, to have the students being able to contribute and get their video on, on air for us? I, I think that's awesome. Uh, in they've got some great kids there that, that are going to do a good job with that 
uh, a name to remember that that is wants to be uh, you know on 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 TV. His name's Rev Suggs, and he won't be able to do it uh, because he I think he's uh, either a tight end or center there uh, for Red River. But uh, during baseball season, um, he's got his own little alias, and he walks around with a microphone. He interviews people, and Heck so yeah. Uh, they they've got some they've got some great kids, and I think it's awesome that they're going to be doing that. Uh, I, I was definitely that kid uh, in high school. That was uh, I was the sports editor for the Corsair, the uh, Buccaneer newspaper there at Auton, and I was doing the same thing. Having a little recorder, I'd go around and uh, ask all the questions to the uh, to the Prescotts and uh, and all that all that good stuff. So yeah, I wish him the best, and I'm so excited to see what those Red River students have in store for us. We do something similar with our students at Northwestern State. Um, they shoot the games. They shoot your games. Uh, they shot your game for us this past week, and um, also some St. Mary's as well. Um, so. Yeah, we love doing that. Any any schools out there, any students out there listening want to get involved with us and, and, and help out, we are game, man. We will use it. Uh, we will give you some some tips, some pointers. Uh, you know, it's something that's very important to me growing up, having a dream of doing something like this. Um, you know, mm. if I, I can't imagine having the opportunity to get my footage on, on TV at that age. It would be the coolest thing in the world. So um, big shout out to the Bulldogs, the students there. And uh, yeah, if you watch Red River's highlights Friday night, it will be from their students there in Cachata. So that is a cool, cool, cool deal. Um, Coach, if you got nothing else, um, I think we should wrap it up. Any closing thoughts before I say goodbye? I'm up two to one. All two right. Two to one, right? The picks. So you got to close the gap there, big guy. Oh, we're going to do it. Come on. I got my bucks this week. What could go wrong, Coach? Nothing. Never have let me down one time in my life. Coach Harper, you are the man. Uh, always appreciate uh, the chance to chat with you. Can't wait to revisit our, uh, our competition next week, and, and I'll do a little – gloating I'll have something prepared for when I take the lead what do you think I think you need to have a graphic made it's a scoreboard all right well That's you know what, what? Our, I got our directors are listening to this right now so let's let's get the scoreboard in the in the mix and we'll debut it for you next week coach Harper you're the best good luck this weekend in Ash and thanks to you for hanging out with us here on another episode of the three fever point after podcast we're here every Thursday to get you geared up for another week of Friday football fever